The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known. It won't be long. Your life will pass by as a vapor and you will stand before the judgment seat of God. And every secret deed and thought Every wrinkle, every spot will be in view Before the one who knows all things The Lord of Lord and King of Kings You know the one you never knew While you have breath You have a choice to make in life Turn away from your sin And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is the shelter from the coming storm All creation shakes at the mention of his name He has power over life and death Every knee will bow and tongue confess Heaven and earth will proclaim That Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory of the Father will you bow Will you surrender to his majesty He can save you from the might of all your sin the fight in which he stands in perfect victory while you have breath you have a choice to make in life turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter from the coming storm While you have breath You have a choice to make in life Turn away from all your sin And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter From the coming storm He's the only shelter From the coming storm
Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. I've missed you all this past week. It was for me a time of recovery. I caught some kind of flu bug, and the result was I lost my voice. It went to deep, deep bass. But I'm back. By the blessing of the Lord, I've recovered. Thank you all for your prayers and your kind comments. I want to share with you next week, I will be dealing with the fact that America cannot be saved. God's judgment is now being poured out on America. And there are prophets proclaiming that we are entering into a golden age, that politics will arrange in such a way that righteousness in the public arena will be restored. They could not be further from the truth. The beast system is arising, and America is under great wrath and judgment from God. Rather than things becoming better, we're going to see this nation destroyed. Judgment will come. The other part that I will be dealing with is the fact that you can yet be saved. The door of heaven is still open for you. The blood of Jesus is still available to wash and to cleanse, to restore, to heal. It's not too late for you. Several times, my wife and I have driven to Florida. From our home, it's a 16-hour run, one way, to Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. When I leave on that journey, I take 95 South, and I stay on 95 South all the way to Florida. Likewise, I have driven on numerous occasions to New York City. And to go to New York City, I get on 95 North. Now, I cannot be in New York City and Lauderdale-by-the-Sea at the same time. For one, I go south. For the other, I go north. Our roads have destinations. The journey you are now on is not neutral. You are on your way to a destination. And you will arrive at that destination. At some point, you will arrive. We don't travel forever. We don't drive forever. We have destinations. When you reach that destination, you stop. And for the purpose that you've come, you either vacation, work, move, but there is a purpose for your journey. In this life, there is a destination, and you will arrive at that destination. Now, someone can lie to you and tell you that you're not going to a certain destination. But when you arrive there, you'll discover you were lied to. I don't want anyone to be lied to about their destination. And I want you to know that at some point, it's all over. 
you do not travel forever. You arrive. And then you face the reality of where you have arrived. In Revelation, the 22nd chapter, let me read this to you before we begin to pray. Today is a day of prayer. And let me give you the phone number. It is 877-534-0780. Again, the phone number, if you'd like to pray today live for Washington, D.C., for the church, for your family, for your pastor, call 877-534-0780. Reading now, Revelation, the 22nd chapter. The one being unjust must be unjust still. The one being defiled must be defiled still. I'm going to stop. If you are living a life that is not righteous, you will arrive at an unrighteous place and there face the consequences for your unrighteousness. Just as if you are defiled with sexual uncleanness, with lies, with lust for the things of the flesh. You will arrive defiled at your destination, and then you will face the consequence for being defiled. The righteous one must continue to do righteousness, Still the Holy One must be holy still. You must pay attention. I am coming soon, and my reward is with me to give each one as his work is. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So whether you are beginning today your journey or whether you are coming to the end of your journey, Jesus will be there. And you will face the honest reward, consequence for your journey. And some of you will say, I didn't know that I was going to end up here. I ended up here by accident. No. We make choices. And those choices, whether conscious or unconscious, will bring us to a place, a final place. And in that final place, Jesus said, He would deal with us according to what we had done. Revelation 22, verse 14. Blessed, or how happy, are the ones always doing his commandments. So that the authority will be theirs to the tree of life. And they will enter into the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs, or outside are the scavengers and the magicians and the fornicators and the murderers and the idolaters and the ones loving and doing a lie. We've come to pray. Lord, I pray today that every person who comes, every person who listens, 
would make the decision today, right now, to give up their bitterness, anger, double-mindedness, if there be any, Lord. I pray that every person who comes will choose not to be defiled by the wickedness of the devil, the liar, the murderer. Lord, I pray that we will not be defiled, but rather we will be choosing to wash our robes in your blood to be made clean by your precious blood, Jesus, and to do what is right that we might enter into that beautiful new Jerusalem. Lord, I know we're all going to arrive at that judgment bar. And for every one of us, there will be a judgment that will be made regarding our future. I'm terrified, Lord, for those who, as this world ends in catastrophic strife and sickness and violence, as this world ends in a one-world government that hates everything that is righteous and good, Lord, I pray that now as we enter in and we see this one world government arising before us with every evil thing in its heart, with people utterly deceived, I pray, Lord, that as we enter in to this time of of judgment, that we will have pure and clean hearts because we have repented of our sin We've been washed, we washed ourselves by your blood, by confessing our sin, repenting and saying, Jesus, include me, I will serve you. Lord, I know today as I come to pray, all week long as I have not had a voice to cry out. My heart has been crying out to you, asking that your love and joy and mercy would be given to everyone who is willing to come and be washed and made clean. Lord, I know today there are some who are coming, who are clean, Lord, I thank you and praise you and worship you that you have moved in the hearts of many people that they should be washed and made clean by your blood, that they live righteous lives, lives of love and mercy and kindness. Thank you, Jesus. But Lord, there are others who are stubborn and hard-hearted and angry and determined even yet at this late hour to grab what they want. Lord, the scavengers cannot enter your kingdom. And yet many today are scavengers grabbing the last things they can grab from this world. Lord, forgive us. Come move in great power, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Our phone number here in studio is 877-534-0780. I invite you to call. The lines are wide open. Our producer, Shannon Doa, is here to do a great job for us. Shannon Doa, are there any calls coming in? Okay, no calls coming in. And we're waiting for your call. Don't wait until the end. Come and praise Jesus now and honor him now. And let the Lord hear what's on your heart. You don't have to have a formal prayer. Just come and pray what's on your heart. Speak to Jesus. 
Yes, as you would to a friend, but also as the King of kings and Lord of lords, for he rules over heaven and earth, and he is the one who will make the final disposition regarding your case and where you will spend eternity. So let go of any hardness today. Let go of any pride. Humble your heart before Almighty God. And you're welcome to call and pray. Call 877-534-0780. Lord, I just come to pray. For I recognize how easy it is to be so utterly deceived by this world, thinking that everything's going to continue as it is now. And yet I know from every sign it's not going to continue, for we have come to the end. Come, Lord Jesus, today and speak to your people. Okay, we have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you so much. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Praise you. Praise you, Father. Thank you for being our God, the only God. There's no other God but you. And thank you, Jesus, for being so faithful. Oh, dear God, that you loved us so much. I pray, Lord, that you would draw people to you. We are an obstinate bunch. And some people are just so deceived. Lord God, especially I want to thank you that Pastor Ray is here today. I didn't get to hear the very beginning of where he's been and what he said, but he's been on my heart. So I thank you that he sounds strong. And I pray for him and his family, and Mrs. Greenlee, and, and, and for everybody in their church. Oh, Lord God, and especially for his producers, for Shenandoah. And I pray that Drew is doing better. His blood pressure is back to normal, and he's feeling strong. He's able to function normally. And I also lift up um, Mr. Pelosi, who was attacked in his home. And I thank you, Lord, that he's expected to be okay, but he's in the hospital, I believe. And so I do pray for their privacy. Lord, we have hearts that love others as you tell us to love others, that we don't even have any enemies. We may have reason to have enemies that we think, but you tell us even to love them, to give them a drink of water or something to eat, and especially the little children, that we love people like little children love people, and the little children are loved and cared for. Anytime we have an opportunity to protect one, that we have that opportunity for the elderly. Oh, Lord, please, you have warned us and advised us and told us to endure to the end. So please, Lord God, give us the strength. Whatever people's challenges are that are on the radio today, oh, Lord, may we be faithful to you in every way that we can that we don't that we don't weaken that we stay firm in our faith by your grace turn from sin and turn towards you and that Lord you would be on our minds always so we don't fall into temptation. We don't live that lifestyle any longer. Oh, Lord Jesus, I ask you, Lord, to open people's eyes up about the technology that's all around us that is just amusing and deceiving. We are going to amuse ourselves to death if we keep up because we can't. It's like going north and south, like Pastor Greenlee was saying. We can't go both ways. 
We can't go north and south at the same time. But with a lot of deception, we don't know it's happening because we're too distracted by it. And Lord, I know that I feel this electronic dog collar tightening around my neck. It feels like a choker collar. And I worry for the people of this world. And as the powers that be that aren't powerful like you and the things of this world are temporary. You know, the things in our life are temporary. You're not temporary. So, Lord, I put my faith in you. And I ask you, Lord, to open up people's eyes so they not be deceived. I know what's happening to my bank accounts. I know that we are being pushed to do everything online and on our phones. And all we have to do is look at the poor people in China. So, Lord, I ask you to help them and protect protect them, please, and to protect us and to open our eyes as to what's happening all over the world because it's all right in front of us. It's there for us to know, especially because you already told us. Now, what people tell us, what you've told us, your great word, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word, which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So, Lord, for any of us, and for me especially, and for the... Please, let your word do its work in all of our lives and our hearts. And give us the strength by your power to do what is right in your sight for every breath in this life. And I thank you that you will hold us safe as we submit to you for the life to come. We don't know exactly what's coming. But Lord, you do. And I put my faith in you. And I thank you for Pastor Greeley. I'm so grateful to hear his voice. So thank you. In your holy, precious name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Greeley. God bless you. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you. Our lines are wide open. 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call and pray. Open your heart to Jesus. He wants to hear from you. He's there. He's real. So call now. Lord, I just lift up your name. And I know, mighty God of heaven, that you hear our prayers and that you answer from heaven, that the door of heaven is open for our prayers of repentance, our prayers of praise and worship, our prayers of intercession. I know you're a God who is who is there. I know that you are real. And I plead, Lord, for those even now who are listening, who are in the valley of decision, but who are still stubbornly pushing you back, making themselves number one, seeking their own agenda. Lord, I pray now for every person listening that they will humble their hearts before you and seek your face. That they will humble themselves and seek your face. For I know the day is coming. That day of probation will close And if you are walking in sin, I know, Jesus, you said you will continue to walk in sin and you will not have right to the tree of life, but will instead be cast into the lake of fire. 
Lord, all of this would seem like a fantasy if if we lived forever, but none of us live forever. Proud and arrogant men, one I just read about, 44 years old, with haughty judgments and bitter things being spoken and spewed forth from his mouth, drops dead of a heart attack. And now he faces the judgment and faces the lake of fire because he thought he had forever. Lord, I know life is precious and not forever, but very temporarily we're here and we must make decisions as we are here that will result in eternal life with you not in the lake of fire. Lord, change our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your name. Amen. We have a call. Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for this uh, time uh, that you've offered for us to pray. And Lord, I just... I just pray and lift up each person who's listening right now. And would you call us to go all the way to the bottom? I remember that years and years ago. Lord, that's what you called for. And Lord, that's what you've been doing, Lord, in our hearts as we followed and sought after you, Jesus. So, so Lord, I just want to proclaim your faithfulness and your goodness. Yes. And your mercy and your kindness. It's your kindness that leads us to repentance. And so, Lord, I do trust you. And I I think it's been about two weeks ago you told me that America's over. That's all you said. America's over. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know what to say to that, Lord, <laughs> but I do believe it's true, and I do believe it's scriptural, and I do believe it's where we're at. So, Lord, I'm not upset or depressed about that, Lord, but I'm I'm just concerned about people that you've called that are just still dug in with the world. So, Lord, we need such a move of your spirit in Washington, D.C., Lord, because there's such a a wicked spirit that just kind of permeates everything around here, Lord. And, Lord, I'm asking for a change that only you can bring. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, I just trust you. Lord, you've uncovered things that have just been impossible for me to uncover that I couldn't get free of, that I couldn't understand. Lord, you're a God of the impossible. So, Lord, I I don't write anybody off, Lord. Lord, I remember in the hiding places precious men about to be executed for their war crimes and they wanted Jesus <laughs> and they were willing to repent and meet the conditions and Lord and so Lord your your mercy is sometimes hard for us to understand and your kindness but, Lord, I'm asking that you would reach out Lord, to the very bottom of our culture, Lord, and rescue whoever would be willing to meet your conditions, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, that's, that's the litmus test, Lord, because we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of your glory and we've all been wicked in a myriad number of ways. So, Lord, I'm asking that you would call the downhearted, Lord, those who've been ridden off, Lord. Lord, I think 
I think he had a special place for those because they've been so shut out by everyone. But Lord, I'm asking that you would call whoever you choose to call. But that a clearing call of the Spirit would go out across not only Washington, but across America. And Lord, I, I don't know what things are going to look like after all these judgments fall, Lord, but it doesn't really matter, Lord, because this is all temporary. So, Lord, I put my trust in you, and I say yes, Lord. And I'm asking, Lord, for myself and for each person, Lord, that you would finish the work that you started. Lord, that we would be totally free to serve you and to love you and to lay down our lives for each other and for the lost and dying. And nothing else would really matter, Lord. Because you said that if we would seek you first in your righteousness, you said all these other things would be added unto you. So, Lord, I just trust you with that. And I ask, Lord, that you'd have your way. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your kindness and your mercy. I love you, Jesus. Lord, and I thank you that, that Pastor Ray's with us, Lord. I'm asking that you would finish the healing that's been going on this week. Lord, so that his voice would be clear. Because it's such an important set of messages next week. So, Lord, have your way, mighty King. I pray in your holy name. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you, brother. Our lines are wide open. 877-534-0780. Do we have another caller? Okay, let's take the next caller. Please pray. Father, we come together to praise, and we thank you, Father. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We thank you, Lord, that you are still alive and still moving. Our God is not dead, but alive. And Lord, sometimes we, the church, have you as dead, and we don't the miracles like we want to see. But I pray, Father, that you will help us to have the faith to believe and the stamina to be strong as Christians. Father, we want you to raise up your people in the last days to be soldiers of the cross. Lord, you came and you gave your blood to wash away our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. And Father, I pray that you'll take every iniquity, every sin out of my life, and not only my life, but your people's lives, the church. Lord, that you'll raise us up. Father, that you'll bring revival, that you will bring the dead to life again. Lord, save those that you want to be saved, like our brother prayed. You have a remnant of people that you want to be saved. And Lord, I believe that remnant is going to be many. It's not just a few, it's going to be many. And you promised, Lord, in the last days to pour out your spirit. And so that's what we're looking for is your spirit, your Shekinah glory to come down, for you to open up the floodgates of heaven and come down and visit us. Oh, Lord, that your presence would be so strong. Lord, that we would cry out with our conviction of holy, of unholiness and unrighteousness. Lord, because we don't we don't see ourselves as we as you see us. So I pray, Father, that you'll open up our blind eyes and deaf ears and help us to understand who we are. You said your word says that our hearts are deceitfully wicked and we don't even know. We don't know ourselves, Lord, that you know us. And you know what's there. You know what we need to get rid of. So I pray, Father, search my life, search my heart. And Father, I pray that you will open me up and help me, oh God, to be holy as you are holy, to be clean and pure. I want to be alive. I don't want to be defiled and I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. And Lord, I want my garments washed by your blood and purified 
So I pray, Father, that you will help me to wash my own garments. Oh, Father, not to be concerned about my neighbor, but it's me standing in the need of prayer, Lord. It's me, because I'm not alive to you. I want to be, I want my life to be conformed into your life, Lord. I want to have a formity of you in me. And I want others to see Jesus in me. I don't want to be dead. I want to be alive. And so I pray, Father, that you will help not only me, but your people to come alive and that you'll bring uh, a revival and a renewal, a regenerating Lord. Awaken us. Awaken those in the church and help us to reach out and be soldiers of the cross. And, Father, bring them in. Bring them in. And I pray, Father, that as we stand on the solid rock, you're the solid rock. And as we stand on that rock, we will be able to bring others into yourself, Lord, because of you being formed in us. I want your fullness to be formed in me. I don't want to be half full. I don't want to be empty. I want to be entirely full and overflowing. And I want to overcome my flesh. And so, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, you will help not only me to overcome the flesh, but your people, your church. And, Father, that you will do a work in these last days, a miraculous work, and that we will be victorious in you. Lord, we're looking forward for a mighty move and a mighty move in in your children. And it, and it ha- the revival has to begin in me. In, in us, oh Lord. So I pray, Father, begin the revival and renewal in my life so that I can set others on fire for you. I want you to burn out the dross out of me, and I want you to live, and I want to be purified as you are pure, because, Father, I know that you're coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. So, Lord, I lay my life down on the altar of sacrifice, and, Father, you told me that you would bring beauty out of ashes. So take my ashes, Lord, and bring beauty out of it that only you can do. I can't do it on my own. I'm asking you to transform and change not only my life, but the church. And, Father, raise us up. I know you want to open up lives in the church today for us to reach multitudes, Lord, multitudes. Yes. Because there's many that are going to hell. And, Father, if we don't become alive. If your people don't come alive, Lord, we're not going to do anything. And Lord, we're going to be lost. And Lord, we want lost souls to come to you because people are hurting. People are dying. And Father, we've got the answer because Jesus is the answer. You're the answer. And so, Father, I lift you up. And you said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Oh, Father, may I not be lifted up myself. So, Father, may you be lifted up in me. I ask these now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. (laughs) God bless you. Thank you. Okay, our phone number, 877-534-0780. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Father, I ask for your leading in my life. I only want to go where you lead. I pray that you would go before me, that I would not simply go my own way. I ask for your um, your direction in everything I do, especially when it comes to um, serving. When it comes to serving others for your kingdom, I don't want to take that into my own hands because uh, without you, we can do nothing. I pray that. Um, that you would keep me from any um, self-confidence or anything like that, that that you would um, be the one leading me, that you would be the one giving me the words to speak, that you would work um, through me to reach the lost. I know that it's only by your spirit, and um, you are the one that brings the increase, as as your word says, that that we might plant her water, but you are the one who brings the increase. It's your spirit that draws them. So I pray that you would um, that you would empower me, that you empower all of us who are seeking you. I pray that you would um, keep our eyes focused on you and, and not to be um, distracted or deceived in any way. I pray that you would remove uh, all yes. blindness, 
that you would uh, show us any hidden sin. I pray that you would um, that you would have your way in our hearts. I pray that for our ch- our churches across our nation. I pray that there would be many following you. I pray that many would be uh, awakened. That um, that those who are, are saved and uh, and um, not really um, following you, that they would be uh, become passionate. I pray that you would stir them, that you would move in in their hearts. And uh, of course, to think of the many that are not saved, I, I ask that um, that we would be a light to them, and that you would um, most of all that that you would be the one working through us, that you would work in their hearts. You bring that conviction that they need. And I pray, um, of course, that you would also send more laborers of your harvest across, um, in all countries, um, across the world, that, that you would open the doors that need to be opened, that um, you would reach the places that are hardest to reach, those that most need to hear your word. I pray for the ministries that are already working in these places, that you would make them fruitful. I pray that you would um, draw many to yourself, that you'll be glorified. I pray for our own um, government. I pray for uh, for your will. As um, we're coming up on the election, I pray um, that you would that you would bring Christians into office who who are following you, those that are truly honoring your word, not compromising. I pray that you would set them in place. And they would lead our country according to your ways. I pray that you would have your way in, in our government and in all areas of our society. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, we have another caller. Let's take that caller now. Please pray. Lord Jesus, um, I know I'm not right with you again. I know that I have fallen off the path once again. I know that I'm back into my sin and I have tried to repent and want to repent, but I don't see me being able to make it where I continue to stay in my sin. We've been at this for a long time. So I don't even know what I'm doing here, even praying, but I, I don't want to go to hell and I don't want those around me that I know that I'm around daily to go to hell. And I know I need to be righteous and clean and holy like you are and have the Holy Spirit in order to see others not go to hell. But yet I'm I'm so wicked in my thoughts. I'm so wicked in my actions. Even though I want your blood to cleanse me, even though I want you in my life, I continue. I continue to spit in your face. I don't like saying it, but that's that's who I am right now. I don't deserve to be saved, but I know that you're good and faithful and righteous and clean and honest and pure and merciful. And you died on the cross for my life and those around me. I just called to pray today, Lord. I feel the hard-heartedness coming in my heart. And I'm scared. I'm in fear. But I also want my life to be over, in a sense, because I'm no good here. If I'm not living to your way, it's a waste. 
I see everybody around me dying and going to hell. And I can't do anything because I'm also going to hell. And I am that dog outside of your house roaming around because I can't seem to just go in one direction or just follow you. I want to venture off and go back into sin, laziness. Speaking a lot of BS, I'm not speaking true. So I just ask today, Lord, be your will to, to cleanse my heart, Lord, to make me right again. I ask that if it be, please. Thank you. Lord Jesus, my brother has gone off track. And he's gone back to his sin. You said, Lord, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But you also said, for it is God's will that works in you to do his good pleasure. I'm asking, Father, if your good will would move into my brother's heart. I know until he's utterly sick of his sin, he will continue in it because he loves it. Lord, I ask that you would increase the pain of his heart to such a point that he would finally say, okay, I will do the will of God, for I know you have given him the power to do your will. Give him the courage, Lord, to work out his salvation with fear and trembling, lest he be cast into the fire of hell. So, Lord, I ask, please, would you come and move for my brother? Would you come and give him a very clear understanding and a clear place of conviction that your will, by the blood of Jesus, can turn his heart if he will allow it? So, Lord, I lift my brother before you and I say, please, would you rescue him now? Would you stop and bind every demon power that is coming against his mind? And would you save his soul by washing and cleansing by your blood? I know he must do it. He must repent and cast it aside. But I know it's your power that works in him to do that. So please, Lord, would you put your arms around him today and lift him up in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, brother. Okay, we're out of time. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray. I will be back for a full week by God's grace next week. I urge you to listen. America is gone. It's lost. It's over. But for you, there yet is the power of God to rescue your soul. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.